What's up, gamers? Welcome back to my podcast. I am Mav, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in. Oh my gosh, this episode was so much fun. I, If you guys don't know me and you're just tuning in because of Harris or streaming or Twitch or wherever you, however you found this podcast, uh, so there's a lot of DMCA things going on in the streamer verse and really the internet, and a lot of people are getting striked down and basically old tweets and stuff are getting hit and i don't think it came at a better time but stream beats is a royalty-free music this is not an ad this is just me talking about a product that i really enjoy and have been using in all my streams recently from harris heller so make sure to check it out on this episode we kind of talk talk about stream beats we talk about content creation we really kind of talk about the established creator as well So if you are a new streamer and you're kind of listening and you want to kind of hear what's going on, this is sort of something maybe to aspire to. He does a lot of kind of content on his YouTube and channels for newer streamers. So if you're new and you want to learn more about the space, make sure to go check that out. In terms of of gaming and the industry right now, we kind of talk about gaming a little bit and talk about 2020 and the games that kind of formed him as well. So... This is kind of just a little preface to what we're going to be talking about with Harris uh, and the back part of this episode. Lately, though, you guys, the new Animal Crossing update is coming up, and I'm so excited. If you guys have not checked out my Twitter, what are you doing? Go check it out. I actually have an Animal Crossing Twitter and Instagram, and I'm thinking about (laughs) a YouTube channel. It's listen, I know you're I know what you're saying. Mav, what are you doing? Stop. Stop digging holes stop planting flowers, but I can't stop, okay? There's a new Halloween update and Nintendo has me just drooling for more. I actually just made a pumpkin patch and I hopefully can get it done this week. That way, towards Halloween, I can start making our Christmas dream winter wonderland because that's really the holiday I love. I love Halloween. I can't wait to make things creepy, but I can't wait to play in the snow. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's basically what's been going on. Uh, There's a lot going on with Destiny. There's a lot of drama going on with Destiny. I'm not going to break it down, but it has a lot to do with PvP. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I, 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 I feel like it's a trap. <laughs> I'm always in on some Destiny drama and I'm trying, listen, I'm trying to be better about it. Okay. We're being better. We're doing gooder. We're being better. We've been playing a crap ton of Among Us. That's pretty much it. I mean, we streamed a lot playing Just Dance. We played Just Dance and just kind of focusing on just kind of getting through 2020. The back half of 2020 has been real interesting. So if you are are struggling and and kind of just trying to get by, we've got, we kind of talk a little bit about games that are coming, games that are being remade, and things that we're really excited about as well. So make sure to check that out. And without further ado, Let's get into the episode. Harris Heller is a longtime streamer, uh, content creator. So if you are wondering what that means, that means he does more than just stream. He makes YouTube videos. He makes all sorts of content. He makes, he's actually created a record label, you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do enjoy this episode, make sure to give us five stars. If you guys rate the podcast, it actually pushes us up the algorithm and the ranks so people will actually get to see our channel we have not been able to be recognized on the podcast networks just yet but with your help that would be amazing so let me know five stars if you enjoyed the episode let me know what you loved about it and i would love to be able to thank you and shout you out so thank you guys again uh also we do have a patreon that we are going to be kind of uploading extras to as well as a ko-fi so if you want to just buy a coffee or anything if you want to support the podcast in any way you can do that as well free ways to support the podcast if you guys don't know you guys can obviously share this on twitter instagram tiktok the moon the sky go tell grandma i'm telling you sharing it is probably my most favorite way of support so if you can tag me at the map show i would love to be able to share your tweets and share 
your insight and would love to get that conversation going. You know, this is an us thing. It is a solo podcast. So it's just me and sometimes with a buddy, but like it's us, you and me, you know what I mean? So make sure to go and share it. It'll be in the discord. So make sure to come join us in discord and we will chat all about the pod. All right, everybody happy gaming. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Mav, how are you? Like, I'm I'm doing good. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I try not to ask myself how I'm doing just because it's 2020. I feel like that's it's almost we like just a cash 22. Take that question, take that question and really push it back deep into the brain. <laughs> don't ask how I'm doing. Don't ask how I'm doing. <laughs> but how are you doing? I'm doing great. Beach, maybe I honest. mean, as great as you can do during 2020. I'm doing great. <laughs> Uh, I mean, obviously you're doing great. Guys, if you're listening, Harris launched, what, in the spring you launched Stream Beats? Yeah, it was in March. So he launched like a royalty-free playlist, music, almost a music channel kind of. Can you give us a kind of a TLDR on basically who you are and what you do and kind of like your 60-second pitch for Stream Beats? Yeah, the two well, the two big things that right now um, I'm kind of attached to on the internet are one, the Alpha Gaming channel, which kind of started everything for me. It's a channel dedicated to streamer information, so uh, cameras, microphones, PC builds, general social media strategies, all the all the things. Um, but then in March, I released Stream Beats, which is what you were saying—just a giant library of copyright-free music that's conveniently placed on Spotify and Apple Music and whatever. So when you go live, you just pull up your favorite po- playlist and hit play, and you don't have to worry about DMCAs. Which uh, is hot right now. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got it out like a month before everyone got hit. <laughs> and it was literally like, it's one of those things, I know I'm on the internet, I shouldn't say this because you can't say this on the internet, but people, streamers getting DMCAs was the best thing for me. <laughs> And it's terrible it's for fine. the streamer. We're not on the internet. We're on the podcast. It's fine. Oh, so it's okay. All right. This, yeah. And this isn't going on the internet. Okay, no. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, no, I mean, obviously, I don't want any streamer to loot, potentially lose their job or get DMCAs, but like that came and it tripled the exposure for Stream Beats. But it's it not was like insane. New, right. But like DMCAs are not a new thing. Like they've been around since the beginning of the music industry and we just didn't have the internet to share it. I mean, you guys, you remember Napster. <laughs> oh, I remember Napster. <laughs> when yeah. people were like ripping music and that's when Metallica got their hate. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, please just Google Napster drama. <laughs> Yeah, but they're new. They're new-ish in the streaming scene. They're not new in YouTube. I actually got a DMCA six years ago on YouTube, Um, and it was kind of like a time. It was well. Do you get copyright claims or do you get DMCA strikes? Oh, not no strikes, just claims. I guess you're right. Yeah, those are yeah. The the DMCA is the actual strike on your account. Claims are automatic. There's sometimes there's nothing you can do about that. But uh, no, we got uh, it was like a vendetta strike too. Like Warner Brothers called us and threatened <laughs> us, and then gave us a strike on our account. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was bad. Now, do you think that they're coming down on people from I don't know, like five years year ago tweets with music in the background of your streams posted on Twitter? Uh, do you think that the music industry is just struggling, so they're just sort of reaching for whatever they can hold on to? One hundred percent, they are <laughs> not, and not in, maybe in terms of finance. Like I know the music industry is still like a billion dollar industry, but in terms of control, yeah, I think they're afraid that studios are going into home studios. People are releasing music on their own. You don't need record labels anymore, and they want to scare people into thinking they're still the big guy. I think that's entirely the motivation behind it. But that's like. That's almost like television, right? Like uh, just how ads work and just how, you know, you pay for TV and you're still watching commercials and and why people aren't really, they don't have cable or anything. Like, I don't know. It's just the, it's the progress of entertainment. It's going to move forward. I think they're trying to hang on to what they have as long as they can. I think that's all it is. Well, okay. So, so like a quick, 
like 10, 30 second pitch. Like, what do you think a record label, if a record label was listening to this right now, what would, what advice would you give them? Do you know how much time I've spent thinking about this? <laughs> and I genuinely being real with you, I'm yeah. going to, I don't know. Uh, I have some ideas, but I have never been a part of a record label before. I don't know the ins and outs and and how a record label functions and why they need to maintain these kind of things. I don't know the status quo. However, um, I I started a, a record label. I just finished incorporating it. Uh, that's what that's what uh, Streambeats runs under. Tape's gonna be um, published by guys. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> mixtape. <laughs> uh, no, it's called Senpai Records. Um, that's and amazing. it start. It started as a joke when I put up the first Stream Beats album. It was like, hey, what's your record label? And I was I like, I don't know. I thought hentai shirt. So Harris released a hentai shirt. Uh, I thought yeah, that was great. a part of like the the Senpai record. <laughs> I thought it was like Stream Beats related, but it wasn't. No, it definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> but it asked me, it said, what's your record label? And it said, if you don't have one, just make one up. So I just said the first thing that came to mind. All right, Senpai Records. Just like a code name. <laughs> and then as it went on, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to be the streamer that owns a record label. And so I incorporated it. Now it's future? a real thing. Don't you think that's the future, though? Like, it's streamers owning things. Like, I mean, we saw Ninja. He had created an album with actual, like, huge artists. And yeah, Ninja Works? Yeah, Ninja Works. And then just, I, I mean, I see that happening. Streamers have so much just quick resources and audiences and they can literally go live and release something. Well, it's content creators in general. They just have, the, I mean, they're the new celebrities. Yeah. You know, you can you can have someone who's a YouTuber with a mediocre voice release a single and have it outplay. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Justin Bieber, maybe not Justin Bieber, but someone like, someone like anyway, they can outplay them because of the following they have on social media. They are, there's a reason I mean, they're called influencers. I mean, look at Tana. <laughs> I know you know who she is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Her music is, uh, if I made a mixtape, that's probably what it would sound like. But if I was like, hi. Wait, did she release music? Tana? Yes. <laughs> like mo like mo Mojo? Music. Yeah. I think it's. Oh, I'm looking this up as soon as we're done. Yeah, no. It, she, she literally released a bunch of music of just her rapping on it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and. You know, I think that's the future for sure. It's it's a product of two things. It's a product of having <laughs> having the audience and being able to put out anything and have it blow up. But it's also the product of having way too much confidence. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to be you have to be semi narcissistic. Like you have to actually just vibe with yourself. I feel like, or otherwise, you're just gonna hate yourself, which is I most think it, people. <laughs> I think the industry does cater to that. I think that's the easiest personality style to succeed, but I don't think it's necessary. That's true. That's it's my true. take. It's true. It's very true. Oh my gosh, we could talk about this all day. Uh, so, when did you start on Twitch? So let's let's go back a little bit because you actually it's it's funny, Harris. You guys, he kind of started. He went full circle here. Ending with like, not even ending, but like today, stream beats, music. You kind of started off on the internet with music. Uh, I wouldn't, I didn't kind of start off. I went, I 100% started off with so, music. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, I know you, obviously I'm, I'm a viewer of yours. And so I'm not going to like assume anyone on the podcast knows what we're talking about. But Harris was really into music. Like, I'm not going to speak for you, but like, what instruments, like what was your plan for YouTube? Like when did you find YouTube music? Because that yeah, was kind of well, like when I it found, started. We want to get back to when I found YouTube. <laughs> I found YouTube <laughs> in 2006 in my dorm room. Uh, yeah, a little freshman in college, Harris, asking really his roommate, hey, what, <laughs> did you graduate 06? Good year. <laughs> I mean, uh, possibly. Who's to say? Okay. Nobody knows, but, uh, but, and I started actually, I put my first YouTube video up in 2006 in my dorm room. Um, you have it was video? Me. yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's on, it's still on YouTube on a different account. Uh, it's just me playing guitar. I think I weighed 50 pounds less. Yeah. I'd never been in a gym before and it shows, but, Aww. uh, but yeah, I'm just playing guitar uh, anyway, but fast forwards, 
eight, ten years? I don't know. Um, and my wife and I, we'd just gotten married. We met making YouTube videos together, actually. Which is adorable. Like two yeah. hot people singing to each other. I don't know what to do with myself there. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, And so we, we met making YouTube videos. We got married. And then about six months later, we, we had started on Vine, the little six-second app. <gasps> And yes. her her little sister's like, hey, you got to check out this new app called Vine. So we were pretty early on it, and we had a Vine go completely viral. We posted it one night. Uh, we were like, I remember finishing it, being like, this is going to be the greatest Vine in the world. <laughs> I spent four hours on it. You don't understand what goes into those six seconds. I spent four hours on this Vine. And uh, anyway, and then we posted it, watched it for four hours. Nothing happened. We're like, oh, well, what a bummer. And that maybe, maybe the next Vine. And we woke up the next morning and it had millions of views. And it was getting another couple hundred thousand views every time it updated the view count, which is like every two seconds. Wow. It was insane. It's at about 100 million views now. Did you have anyone reach out to you for like interviews? Did you go on television channels? Yes. Did you get the whole thing? Really? We went we went all <laughs> over the place. We got signed to an agency like a week later. Stop. Um, yeah, oh and yeah, it was we were on uh Good Morning America. Jeez. Um it was it was a trip and that's when actually the because it was that song Cool Kids by Echo Smith. Oh. And Warner Brothers owned the song and they called us and they the song went platinum a month later. The song been out two years. Song went platinum a month later. To meet Echosmith? Never met them. Never heard from them. They never reached out to us. The only thing we got was a DMCA strike from (laughs) Warner Brothers because they didn't want us getting the credit for the song. Sure, I mean, I mean, sure, but you would think that they would say something. But I guess it was a different time (laughs) because there wasn't Twitter. Like the first iPhone came out right after that. (laughs) I don't, I don't hold anything against uh, Echo Smith at all. I think there. It seems from what I know, they're a bunch of introverts. And they just kind of enjoy sticking to themselves. I don't think they were being rude. I'm I'm irritated with Warner Brothers. That's always in the back of my mind. I haven't let that go yet. They they called and made my wife cry. Which is so funny because I remember Warner Brothers being kind of like the big bad wolf. And now Warner Brothers Games, like they're the one of the best companies I've worked with in the gaming space. So, oh, should I not be saying bad things about Warner Brothers because no, you work no, with them? No, that's fine. That's <laughs> I mean, it's like Sony. Like Sony covers so many. It's so such a broad name over so many things there's just like records there's there's many things with sony it's not just like playstation but like yeah okay yeah well um so when did you when did you go to alpha gaming when did when were you like the music industry is just one was um, it one vine and done or how'd that work no no we kept i mean we went on an international tour we went uh she released an album i mean we had a music uh career for probably four years after that and that vine started it but i was obviously in the background playing video games the whole time i think i started streaming in 2015 2016 i feel like that's when we all started there's like there's like the ogs which is like the lyrics and then there's like us and we're just like we're like wave two yeah yeah wave two (laughs) but i streamed for two or like like 10 people for i think three years really three and a half years oh yeah no i couldn't find my in at all couldn't find any growth and uh, then so it's kind of at the same time started the youtube channel and uh quit streaming daily because i realized i wasn't doing anything and said i think i need to be making content that can get views and then send those people over to my Twitch. And what do you know? And that's basically how it goes. If you, if anyone's listening and they're interested in streaming, that is literally the end. Like if you go to anyone's channel who's somewhat large of a streamer, you can totally check out their YouTube. And it's pretty, it's pretty built up. Or they have like content from years ago that they just still get views from. I still get views from my YouTube channel. And I get, I get more views than my Twitch. And I don't really even post a lot. Yeah, so. it's just evergreen content, something that's out there, it's topicable, it's searchable. I mean, you talk to any big stream and they'll say, you want to get big on Twitch, get big on YouTube first. And that's so funny because tw- Twitch staff says that too, actually. <laughs> They're like, go everywhere else and bring them here. And yeah. So you're like, okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> someday. someday. <laughs> oh, God. So Alpha Gaming, why? Why Alpha Gaming? Why not hit just Harris Heller? So I have a Harris Heller channel, and I always wanted to go back to it. I wanted to leave that name for more personal content. I didn't want to be – I didn't want Harris Heller to be 
streaming advice videos. I wanted to be able to do creative stuff and play music still and do vlogs or, or really like make a channel centric to myself and my activities. And so making one that was more, it was meant to be more of a group. I started with a group, actually. It, it actually started as a Halo team. <laughs> we even played in a tournament. It was at the Alpha Gaming Halo team and it oh. evolved. But it's always just kind of been more of a communal thing. Like I've got my editor, Sam, who's amazing. And he's a part of Alpha Gaming. It's fantastic. Um, a friend of mine. Yeah, there's, there's, it's more than just me. So that's why it was to be able to do stuff like that while also to make sure I'm not limiting myself to what my personal brand could be. Sure. And have you done anything with your personal brand? Or are you just like 100% in on Alpha right now? That's the I've thought spent more time thinking about my personal YouTube channel than about what a record label should be like, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't figured it out yet. Um, I, I have ideas. Okay. I have, I, th- I have things I want to do, but I haven't figured out like the real channel yet, and I have to. I have to do, figure it out. You, soon. Okay, so since you you've kind of figured out a good like rhythm, I would say for YouTube, is it worth it to make a personal YouTube channel or? Is it just because of how you guys started it and how Alpha Gaming is and now Harris Heller Channel? Like, do you, would you give that kind of advice? Because I know I personally have gone back and forth like, man, does the the Mav Show YouTube channel, is that just for my Twitch? Like, do I just make that the highlight channel or do I make like another channel that's like Mav IRL or like something else? I uh, think if you can turn everything into a single channel, that's the best plan. I think the only time you need to split out to multiple channels is if you have two very different kinds of content where someone who subscribes to one would not want to watch the content from the other because that's just going to discourage people from watching. You'll lower your click-through rate. It'll hurt you in the algorithm. But if you have a singular brand that you're kind of planning on doing on each one but slightly different content styles, I recommend just doing it all in one channel. Yeah. That's a good tip. Thank you. Take notes, everyone. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes i surprise myself and i say something and i just write it down i got that oh that was really good <laughs> yeah that was good guys mark that <clears throat> producer i'm the producer producer go ahead and uh mark that down yeah thank you yeah uh so no gaming on your channel though on the alpha gaming channel i'm so i'm <laughs> so curious about that because i i'm just gonna talk for me just because i'm selfish and that's why you're on my podcast but I I'm trying to get into gaming, but I also I feel like I've been in this space for a while. It's probably time for me to start sharing my knowledge of Twitch with the world, I feel like. But like how do you find that balance? Like do you think it would be smart for you guys on Alpha Gaming to post a gaming channel or a gaming video? Do you think that would do anything or would your audience be like what is that? I think the second thing probably if I posted <laughs> it on that channel. Um, I think the name gaming in the title makes, well, again, it was there originally because it was originally an esports Originally team. gaming, but then, <laughs> but then, but I don't know, like you're still like, you're like a kind of a Twitch coach. Do you hate that term? Actually a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never coached. You're kind anybody. of like, you're like a, you're yeah, sure. Like you don't have like a mentee or anything, right? Yeah. No. Um, but like you, you kind of give your opinions which is basically you guys like if you watch harris's channel it's basically what we talk about at conventions with each other (laughs) we're just like brutally honest about what we're doing or equipment we're using and that is basically what he puts on his youtube channel which cracks me up when i do get to to watch a video or two here and there because it's like yeah we've talked about that (laughs) it's like the end without people knowing it's really the end so (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like the behind Um, the scenes but so I, I still leave the name alpha or gaming in the channel because it's still a it's still a a channel for gamers and that's kind of when people scroll past, if it just said alpha, it would be so ambiguous. You'd have no idea what it was for. If you're a gamer and you see alpha gaming, maybe you've heard it before because the channel's been growing so fast, but uh, it, it it rings a bell now. Now there's a topic next to it and you know who it's for. So sure. it is still for gamers. And so I leave that in there. Um, but yeah, no, we don't. I, th- I think gameplay footage would be really weird on that channel. <laughs> it's hard to do gameplay footage, by the way. It's really it's not, hard. And it's hard because everybody is doing it. There's it's just how do you stand out in such a vast ocean of content? It's so hard. 
I think the only things that worked for me was um, first impressions of things or my reactions of things. And I've pretty much have been roasted since 2014 on the same videos. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like no one wants to watch Kyle play Minecraft for five hours. Why would they want to watch a YouTube video? And I think yeah. that's why, well, I mean, tell me what you think about, have you been using TikTok at all? Do you uh, isn't TikTok? that the thing that just got shut down? <laughs> no, it's not getting <laughs> shut down. It's basically um, Vine, but for Zoomers. <laughs> it's been on my mind. Oh, I know what TikTok is. My wife is obsessed <laughs> with it. But I, I have never gotten into the content myself. And so I haven't been able to figure out what content I could do that would work for me. I don't, I don't like following a trend. And if I were to make TikTok style content, I'd feel very ingenuine. So I've been trying to figure it out. And I actually just started a new TikTok account like two weeks ago that, that I haven't posted to yet. And I probably won't for like another eight months. So fingers crossed that TikTok will still be around in eight months. Um, <laughs> What's it called? As soon as, as soon as our house is done, I'm getting a puppy. Oh. And it's gonna be it's gonna be my puppy's TikTok. <laughs> what it's kind of be puppy? A, I want a golden so bad. You have, <gasps> yes, you have, have no two. idea how bad I want a golden. Our <laughs> landlord at where we're living at now won't let us have a dog. So I've been even a golden. Like what? That's like he the loves, best dog. Our landlord loves his carpet. He, he yeah, it's crazy about it. But uh, so the dog's name is gonna be Neko, Aww. which is Japanese for cat. But the channel's name is Daily Neko. So if anyone's, uh, this is how I'll judge how many people got this far in your podcast. I'm going to start <laughs> looking at it and if anyone follows. <laughs> That's so cute. I love uh, our Goldens. They just shed so much. We actually just shaved them. So now they look like little lab reindeers because they're huh. red. They're like super dark red. So I have two, two red Goldens and they just, they're, I call them my reindeer. Do you, do you ever brush them on stream? <laughs> no, but they actually used to be in my Just Dance videos. If we hit like a sub goal or if, if the chat's just like super hype, they'll just come and dance with me. Oh, see, I just plan on, I just plan on setting just up petting. a GoPro. I just plan on setting a go. Wait, wait, just, just kidding. Wait, I must've missed the end of that joke. No. <laughs> Are you going to put a GoPro on your dog? No, I'm going to put one outside by the place where I brush my dog and I'm just oh. going to start the streams brushing the dog. <laughs> If you're I'm gonna, gonna brush to, it every day, it might as well have be to content. Brush them every day, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I might as well turn it into content. Everyone loves to see a golden. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's just efficiency. Yeah, I think there's a huge space on TikTok. If you if you guys had also ever talk about it uh, with like stream tips, there's like my videos of gaming and clips of like funny moments are the ones that go the most viral. So. I don't know. There could be something there for that. It's a, it's an interesting conversation about branding. Because if I did streaming tips, I would want to make another TikTok account called Alpha Gaming. I'm, I'm trying to like make sure there's a clear line of separation between. Oh yeah, no, the definitely would be Alpha Gaming. And so I'd have to make another whole account, and then you have to ask yourself, is that worth <laughs> it? And so yeah, no, I totally agree. You're not wrong, but there's See, people don't understand don't the, the thought process it. that goes into branding. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's more than just like, I'm a streamer. It's like calling yourself a content creator. And then you're like, well, what is that? And like, what are you? Yeah. But with, with TikTok, like there's way more people using TikTok right now, but they're not transferring, which is like, right. they're just not leaving TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, that's the hardest part about, uh, well, like, you know, people ask, should I, if I want to grow on Twitch, should I make a TikTok or should I make a YouTube? And TikTok, you grow so much faster on. You get followers so fast, but people don't leave the platform. Yeah. The more the more browsable it is, the quicker you can scroll through content, the more views you get, but the fewer people are willing to actually invest and leave because they're expecting to invest, invest five seconds tops in whatever the next piece of content is. Yeah. And leaving and typing in their Twitch and going to it or whatever is just more than they bargained for. Well, it's also like the culture of it too. Like you said, it's only a few seconds and you can either let it keep playing and replaying or swipe. Like it's yeah. so easy. Yeah. So it is harder to grow on YouTube for sure. It's harder to get subscribers, but people, when they click on your video, they've already committed to watching something for 10 minutes. Clicking on a link to a Twitch channel means nothing. It's, it's, it's just par, par for the course. So it's interesting to think about like the commitment levels of people with the content that they watch. 
Well, yeah, because um, I was playing Among Us the other night with a bunch of, of dudes who make content for a bunch of different platforms. Like we had a Facebook guy, we had a TikTok guy who's like primarily making TikTok gaming videos. We have a YouTube guy and it was interesting how they've like spread out the content that way because, I mean, you still can get paid by TikTok because there are ads on the on the platform now and... It's I've pretty, actually made it's pretty TikTok. lucrative. I've made but. TikTok money from stream beats actually. <laughs> like 10 bucks. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Oh god. Do you think there's still space for uh not like Twitch advice I guess and streaming advice and basically kind of like alpha but not alpha like do you think there's a space still for people to be able to do stuff like that? My content basically talking about how to figure out. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to talk about this without sounding like I'm putting myself on a pedestal here because I'm not. But uh, the the problem I have, there's always space for everything. There's always a different way to do something. Um, Nothing's original. So as long as you put your own spin on it, then it's then it's new enough. But um, the problem I have is that a lot of people tend to give advice in an area that they don't have enough experience in to really give advice. Sure. You know, it's a lot of people make advice videos and they're like an, un, you know, someone who's never been married trying to do marriage counseling for someone. <laughs> and you can have the principles like, hey, maybe don't throw things at each other. But like, how do you really fix deep embedded problems if you've never experienced it yourself? And so I did kind of get lucky that I had a whole social media career. We had like, I think, 2 million followers total across our socials when we did music. And and then we watched it die. So I learned how to grow a channel. I learned how to lose a channel. And then, uh, and so when I came into this sphere, I had so much experience. And I got, you know, I I was very fortunate to be able to give advice because I was one of the very few who'd actually experienced social media growth before. Can you talk a little bit about losing it because I know obviously you've done tips and stuff for like new streamers or like amateur streamers, but let's talk a little bit more for and towards the established streamer, right? So, I mean, you and I started back in 2014, 2015. I mean, like I got partnered in 2015. I started the end of 2014. Like my beginning was like, like a rocket. It was insane. Um, yeah which was really hard to hold on to. And there was a lot of things that I wish I would have done so different and like utilize. Like I wish I had put money back into my business. I wish I had done so many other things that would have helped me like posting on YouTube more and, and just focused on that rather than just like the hundreds of people that were in my chat because it was still evergreen, right? Like Twitch was still like a place you could browse and you had like the originals. Um, But like what, what what kind of tips do you give for streamers that feel like they're washed up, they're burnt out, or they they need to change the way that they're doing stuff? Because people are still doing the same thing and they're not like adapting. That's that's the biggest cause is yeah. uh, comfy. You know, people internet's yeah, the internet's fickle. They get bored, they move on. They're not committed to you. They watch you because they enjoy watching you and the moment they stop enjoying watching you is the moment they find someone else to watch. And so, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't watch TV shows that I don't particularly enjoy. There's, you know, I don't, I'm not committed to them, but, um, but the biggest problem is, yeah, they get comfortable and they mm-hmm. stop exploring because exploring scary. You're afraid of trying a new style of content and having everyone hate it. And then but don't losing you take it. risks though. Like, is it? Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Content creation in general, and tell me if I'm wrong, is just extremely high risk, high risk, high risk. Like you have to constantly either shock people or work longer and harder than people, I feel like. Um, usually one or the other. Yes, sure. the shocking people is the shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> How can I put the craziest title and thumbnail in my video and hope people will click on it? But uh, no, it's typically the the people who have longevity are the people who put in extra creativity and take bigger risks. And have especially, like, I can't emphasize this enough, the people who have spent the time developing a skill or a talent that sets them apart from other people and then sharing that with other people in a unique way. Like, people who actually have something of value to give society. They're, they're the ones that kind of stay around because it not only commands interest, but it commands respect and people stick around longer. Um, what, what do you think you wish you saw less of? 
Like what, are, what do you see like on Twitter and in streaming that you're like, man, why can't that just go away? That I wish I saw less of? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube comments? Is that not what you're asking? Is that not the question? Uh, not really. Okay, so obviously YouTube comments <laughs> so are like the bane content? of the internet. <laughs> yeah, so like if you if you're obviously you're in the Twitch space and you see all of the tweets that most streamers make and they're all sort of similar but not similar, like what is the one thing that you're like, man, another streamer doing this, like why can't Twitch, they just stop? Twitch highlight videos. Really? 100%. Okay, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You don't want to see highlight videos. You think that they're. I like want to see. I want to see people stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't work. Really? They they work for Ninja, and Tim sure. the Tapman, and Doctor Lupo, and nobody else. And that's that's an exaggeration, but like, it's it. <sighs> Twitch highlight videos are just a secondary monetization tool. That's all it is. Uh, you Ninja doesn't grow from his, and he's probably an exception to the rule. He might even because he has 25 million subscribers, but <laughs> um, most people don't grow from Twitch highlight videos. They they take their Twitch viewership and they bring them over to their Twitch highlight videos for extra monetization. Sure. Very few people browse and watch Twitch highlight videos unless they're super topical. Like it's about their favorite game. Like I used to watch a bunch of PUBG highlight videos. Sure. Um, so if, if if you are making highlight videos, you want them to be like I obviously specific and basically algorithm yeah. nice centric. But that's <laughs> that's the hardest part though is most Twitch highlight videos aren't specific. They're not topical because you're making the content first and then trying to turn it into a video rather than hey, I should do a Minecraft video today on uh, how to harvest the most diamond or something. Now you have a topic and you're going to go out and make the best video around that topic, but taking something that already exists and trying to turn it into YouTube content <laughs> rarely has the same effect. Okay, cool. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because no, I just... I just feel like people, like you should make content for YouTube, period. Like uh -huh. you can, there are resources that you guys can Google and check out and do your research. I'm telling you, be your own guru here, but like you can learn what people are looking for and you can basically have it fit your, your need. Like for me, for instance, we have a huge series of destiny videos coming for new players when this new stuff launches, like people are going to be searching for that. And I'm yeah. like pretty well versed with that. So maybe that'll do great. Maybe it won't. I think so that far will they've be been great. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I hundred percent. That's that's topical. That sounds like it sounds like original content for YouTube, right? Uh, shockingly, yes, which is surprising to me. But again, not really. Uh, there's not a lot of content creators. I feel like. But I mean, like it's content that you made specifically for content YouTube. Content specific, yeah. So I yes. actually only stream two days a week, and I make content. <laughs> almost every day <laughs> that's the trick that's that's the trick stream less make content more if you i only stream three days a week and when i do i only stream four hours yeah no some, i don't there are some full-time streamers who stream more in one day than i do an entire week yeah but <laughs> and it doesn't also, hurt me at all yeah but you also chat for most of it like how is that obviously people are asking you questions because your content on youtube and just the internet is basically Hey Harris, what about that? Like, let me. I want to know. I want to pick your brain. Basically, is yeah. like your content. Yeah, it's just a giant conversation. I actually really enjoy it. Um, but that's if you want cross pollination between platforms. Obviously, the more related the two platforms are, the more people are going to come across. And so, if I was just gaming and people came from the Alpha Gaming channel to my Twitch and they just only saw me playing video games, they'd leave. <laughs> but because I spend a couple hours in just chatting and we talk about the stuff from the previous video and I answer questions. And they, we kind of build that relationship at first. And then when I switch over to games, they stay. Yeah. I think that's so smart. I don't know why Thank people you. don't do that. I don't either. Because <laughs> it's actually, I do. That's not true. They, they don't because it's, they don't do it because it's hard. Sure. Sure. I mean, th that's like posting clips on, on Twitter. Like there are, I mean, there are a bunch of people who have got their following from Twitter just from posting clips and they had never streamed in their life. And then their first stream, they had like hundreds of people. Like it's just, that's just yeah. how it is, guys. Yeah. And I was going to say something and it totally left me. It was a good thought too. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Making content. Be a content creator. It's really hard uh, it's though. Gone. 
It's really hard though. Oh, that was what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Twitch is, thank you so much. Twitch is the first, the first, it's such a unique platform. It's the first time that content creators on it don't actually want to be content creators. Like if you want to be a YouTuber, it's because you want to make videos. Yeah. You want, that's what you, that's all it is. That's the essence of being a YouTuber is making videos. Nobody tries to be a YouTuber if they don't like making you making videos. Well, no one's um, wanting to be a streamer because it takes more work than to just, than to just be a streamer. Like people, people who want to be a streamer aren't content creators. They're gamers. They want people to give them money to play video games. They don't want to make the content. And so now suddenly you have this huge influx of people who are saying, hey, I watched Ninja. I can do that. And they don't think it's being a content creator. And it's be- and that, it, that worked six, seven years ago. Yeah. Nowadays, you have to be a content creator. And most people who start streaming on Twitch don't want to be content creators. It's really unique. Well, content creation is is a lot. Like you're basically ADD. <laughs> yeah. The can job I, title. <laughs> can I tell you about my Friday and Saturday this week real quick? Yeah. Friday, I woke okay. up. Uh, filmed for two to three hours, drove down to Vegas, which took about seven hours, filmed a video until four in the morning with a streamer <laughs> down there. Uh, filled, I drove a Tesla, so I had to charge my car for like 45 minutes and I took like a 30 minute nap in the front seat of my car during that charge <laughs> and then drove back up. <laughs> oh my and gosh. Got in and then went live. Wow. And that was, that was my wait, Friday wait, you and also, Saturday. Didn't you just do a charity event too? There's uh, we were raising money for charity. that was the charity event. Yeah, that was with Sweet Anita for Tourette's, and that's what I. That's, that's why I had to leave. For. That's why I had to leave oh at five. I was. God, I originally. Right. I had an Airbnb, and I just never even went there. Did you vlog? Because it? I had to make it. Um, well, I the whole trip was a video, oh. but uh, and I actually I kind of did it was it was like an experimental vlog. I'll tell you the secret. This was like my experiment with vlogging a little bit to see how I enjoyed it. Again, if I could kind of put a different spin, <laughs> and it's kind of it starts off a little vloggy style, and it's What's not up, because guys? I thought it would. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to my your channel. Boy. Check out my T-shirt. Smash that like button. <laughs> it's your uh, boy, yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, but no, I mean, people don't realize like you want to be a content creator. That's what it takes. You have to put your content before yourself sometimes. I mean, obviously, mental health is important, but, but this that, is a you can also like share that. Like the thing with content creation is it's. It's about you a lot of the times, and that can be daunting for folks that aren't uh, confident in themselves. Like you really do have to do a lot of work on yourself. Like <laughs> Michael Jordan didn't become the best ball player of all time by himself. He had like three coaches. I actually attribute everything uh, about my confidence to my social media career. I think just being like forcing myself to really nitpick myself and see what's mannerisms oh i gosh. like and which ones i don't like has- not being romantic with your content is the game like you have to be okay with cutting stuff and yeah, yeah. even if you're like that was a great t- tweet why isn't it getting traction i have a rule where if it doesn't get more than one retweet and it's kind of like a dud i delete it the next day it has 24 hours to prove it's worth it if it's not worth <laughs> it i'm not gonna because people are gonna go to your twitter account not every day they're gonna go once a week scroll check it out it's basically like a mini magazine right so they yeah. kind of want an update on your whole week of what you've been doing so if you have a bunch of empty floaty dumb tweets that no one cared about you're just wasting someone's time it's and let's be honest social media is a giant popularity contest like that's (laughs) that's what it is and there are a million ways to become and there are good ways to become popular i'm not saying that's a bad thing but and really all popularity is is convincing people that you're popular i mean so yeah you have numbers anyways you know like humans love numbers yeah they do you know, they love so, liking something that already has a ton of likes. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> or giving them opinion. Like you can, oh, you can pretty man. much get away with anything if you ask. I mean, the thing we've been doing this whole time. <laughs> 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 okay. Let's switch it up a little bit. So 2020 <laughs> has been a pain in the ass, but like we're getting through it. What games have you been playing? I Obviously. really want to get good at Valorant. Like, really? I want That's so, so random. So bad. I've always loved first-person shooters. Like, I played through Halo, the original Halo, with my dad. uh, All four difficulties. 
And like, even through legendary, like when we just, all right, you run out, get one kill and die. I'll respawn you. Then I'll run out, get one kill. Like literally the, the levels would take us like three hours by the end of it. But we played through the whole thing. First person shooters are like the essence of gaming to me. And right. I would, I would love, I just got mouse, switched to mouse and keyboard like two and a half years ago. And I would love to Wait, get good were, at Valorant. You were a controller gamer? I was Xbox and yeah, until like, until PUBG. PUBG actually brought me over to mouse and keyboard. Oh my gosh, PUBG. Wow, that that really started a lot of stuff for me, actually. Yeah. Weirdly, uh, that was when like I gamed a lot with Dr. Lupo because we were Destiny. And then when PUBG dropped, we had the girl squad. So it would be like Dr. Lupo, myself, and two other chicks that wanted to play. And we would just roll around and just be dumb and lag through the game. That game was so laggy. fun. Yeah, <laughs> that game was so bad, but it was so good. Oh, God. Um Okay, so you like first-person shooters, and you had mentioned you played with your dad. Like, tell me a little bit about Baby Harris Heller. Like, what games were you into as a kid? Okay, Ni- okay, Baby Nintendo Harris or Heller. Sega? Baby, oh, Nintendo. Okay. We had all. I mean, here's the deal. Baby Harris was told every day that video games were a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> my my parents. I got my work ethic from my parents. I did not get my love of video games from them. They just did it because they caved. Because um, you were, you were like a little boy and boys play video games, right? So you would get the video game. Yeah, I'd like get in <laughs> trouble for going over to a friend's house and ignoring my friend and playing his video games. So I did the were, same thing. So my parents were like, fine, we'll get you a Nintendo, oh, but God. you have to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what games did you play? What What were like, if you looked back and you were to give like the 411 basically I think on the, like baby I, hairs, like what were the I games think, that shaped you? I think the most hours logged were was probably Pokemon Red. Really? I played so much. I got I got 150 Pokemon. Like I played so much, so much Pokemon Red. It's not even funny. <laughs> um, I loved. You're I loved the second person Pokemon to games. come on the podcast that shocks me with loving Pokemon so much, and it's Pokemon Red. It's Red. I've it never is. played Red. I need to play Red. Did you play Let's Go? I played a little bit of Let's Go. Uh, Stadium. Was, I played Stadium a lot. Let's, the Pokemon Let's Go is the perfect Pokemon game. <laughs> because I that is a remake of Red and Blue, but they fixed all the problems with the original one. And they really like, like the fact that you can see Pokemon in the, I, I don't know, I could get into it for a very long time. <laughs> but basically. So what, do you think about, what do you think about Pokemon Snap coming? Do you think you're going to oh, get into so, that? Oh, I'm so pumped. Are you you have stream no it? idea. Do you think you'll stream it? Stream? Oh, absolutely. I'll stream it for a long time. I'm so excited. I played the original <laughs> one so much. I did that too. One it's so good. For ignoring my friend. <laughs> like, Listen, I never it's had a classic. It. My friend David. My friend David had Pokemon Snap and I didn't. And I would go over to his house. He'd invite me over. I'd play it. I wouldn't play with him. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Snap's a classic and I can't believe that. I mean, I can't believe, but I can't believe Nintendo's bringing it back. Like that is probably the best console of, of all time. Is the I'm so excited. Uh, oh my God. Dang. Well, that's pretty much it for, for the pod. Can you give us a couple of kernels of wisdom? Can you give, can you, obviously guys, if you want to go check out Harris, He's got a ton of information for new streamers, but can you give like your favorite quote or a favorite book or resource to established streamers that you sort of are buzzing around right now and checking out? Um, I would say one of the best people you can follow. And by the way, I, I think you should, uh, if you want a nugget of nugget of something, um, I, I don't think you should just look at successful people in your own industry. I think you should pay attention to successful people everywhere and recognize their habits. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we're sticking with social media, Gary V, are you familiar with Gary V? Yeah. So, <laughs> funny story. Um, I always unfollow him. <laughs> oh no. Well, he tells me to, so I do, and then I come back, and then I'm like, okay, I need I need Gary to kick my ass a little bit, and then when I'm like fed up with him telling me that I'm a shit, I'm like, fine, <laughs> <laughs> I unfollow, and then I like focus on my content and then when i'm like oh man like maybe i can't do this and then i'll go check him out and then have have you read his book crushing it i read it so many times Harris. i have like like, i've highlighted it i have the audio version of it like it yeah my wife listened to it the audiobook and i would hear a bunch of it and it's it's spot on it's so good if you want someone to tell you how it is 
and help you learn some ins and outs of social media and running it as a business because that's that's what it is. Yeah. Social media is a business. You need to run it like a business if you want to actually, you know, support yourself with it. Um, and then, and then just in general, he is a very motivating person. Yeah. And it's, it's really nice because, um, if you guys don't know who he is, if you go to any of his channels, Gary V, uh, he is just a wealth of knowledge and just love. Like I, I can't tell you how of an outcast I feel. I feel like such an outcast in this industry because I'm just not a shark. (laughs) I'm just going to put it very, put it very out there. Like I'm just not, I'm just very helpful and I'm very like there for people. And I don't know if you can relate Harris, but like I felt so out, outcasted a little bit just because I wasn't money hungry. I wanted to make cool shit when I started. Yeah, I wanted to like, change the way people saw women in gaming. I wanted to be the funny, quirky chick. I wanted to just make something that made someone forget about their crappy job for a day, you know? So oh, it little life advice for you. You can <laughs> you can do both. You can be that and make a shiz ton of money. I, I'm working on possible. that. I'm working on that. Okay. I'm you don't have to, to be a shark. You can be a dolphin. <laughs> you can be a dolphin. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, my entire career is based off of giving free help and advice and being honest with people and, you know, I, and being wholesome. Like I've been married seven years. Uh, I don't swear (laughs) both on and off stream. You heard me say the word shiz 30 seconds ago. (laughs) Um, I liked, I like to be a positive influence in people's lives, but man, things like stream beats absolutely crushes it. (laughs) Like I make a good chunk of money on stream beats. And it's and people have grown to appreciate that and respect it and be okay with it. It, it. This is the first time on the internet I've seen people say, "Yeah, get that bread," and support their favorite creators for making money. And I think it's so cool. It's such a unique time. Yeah, it's been really cool. Like, I mean, this is the like we've talked about a little bit. The industry is changing. There's a lot of hashtag ad and money going around in the streaming space and with streamers. And the love that the communities and my community, I'll speak for myself, has given just on like hype, being like my hype, my hype people. It's been so nice. It's been kind of fun. It's been fun to just come up with fun ways to share a product that I enjoy or something. I totally agree. Well, Harris, pimp yourself out. Where can we find you? Where can people go watch you? Tell Tell them everything. Tell them all yeah. the platforms. I mean, if channel. you search, <laughs> if you search Harris Heller anywhere, you'll find my stuff. It, it, Alpha Gaming videos will show up. My Twitch channel is Harris Heller. My Twitter is Harris Heller. Uh, all the Stream Beats music on Spotify or any platform is under the name Harris Heller. Uh, so yeah, if you want free copyright, uh, copyright free music, by the way, go uh, check out my Harris Heller artist page. It's got all the Stream Beats on it. And it's awesome. I check it out. Make sure you listen to uh, the Synthwave one. That one's my favorite. Oh, you got big synth. I think I've got another sixty <laughs> tracks. I got to drop soon. I'm pretty sure I named one too. Not maybe not Did on you? that one. I think I named. I think I remember you naming one. <laughs> I think I named one. <laughs> I think it was TOS. I can't remember. Uh, so, I do have one named something. TOS. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. This is fun. <laughs>